The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Horror Hotel, a PoppyChuloRadio.com original series, Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. I am your host and hotel owner, Jeffrey Aruz. We're so glad you could check in. We've been dying to have you. Here on Horror Hotel, we're going to explore some of Hollywood's scariest, most frightening, and creepiest films. Please welcome my co-hosts, concierge supervisor, Cynthia Boyede. Hello. Night auditor, Mark Estes. Hello. And guest services supervisor, Donovan Trott. This movie was nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag, I see no lies. Before we head on over to the ballroom, let's stop by the front desk where one of our bellhops has a few special announcements. Good evening. We thank you for your patronage. Please step all the way in and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. (laughs) I didn't mean to frighten you prematurely. The real chills come later. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p c r horror hotel. Follow Panpichulo Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Panpichulo Radio. For more information on Horror Hotel, visit panpichuloradio.com slash horror hotel. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at panpichuloradio.com. Help support Panpichulo Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash panpichuloradio. Are you interested in joining the Panpichulo Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at panpichuloradio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Panpichulo Radio programs by visiting panpichuloradio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Panpichulo Radio's Horror Hotel and subscribe. Now, grab some popcorn and some snacks. You may step into the ballroom. It's time for your feature presentation. Thank you. It's time to fire up the film projector in our ballroom so that we can discuss 1980's Cannibal Holocaust. Here's the official synopsis of the film. During a rescue mission into the Amazon rainforest, a professor stumbles across lost film shot by a missing documentary crew. Brim, brim, brim. All right, y'all know my question. Have you seen Cannibal Holocaust before? Let's start off with Cynthia. No, and I'm glad I haven't. Well, now I have. No. Yes, okay. that did make sense. <laughs> no, I haven't. No, you had not. No, I hadn't. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Donovan? If I had, I blocked it out. Mark? Yeah, I heard about it, but this is my first time watching it, and I see why. And I had heard about it, but this is my first time watching it, and I know why. So, um... This is a sort of random question that's related to the movie in a very non-sequitur kind of way. But had anyone seen the most recent movie that came out that's kind of 
like this? The Green Inferno? No. No. I thought it was like the. Were you were you asking? Have we seen or? Am I, yes. I'm sorry. I, I have not seen the Green Inferno, but I heard about it, and it looks like it probably is like a remake of this. I'm just saying, just based on the commercials I saw. So. Yeah, I saw the Green Inferno like really late one night. I think I started watching it at 4 a.m. and I watched it right before I went to bed. And I'm like, why did I do that? But um, it it is similar, although the characters in the Green Inferno are a little bit more likable than this group. This movie is very controversial for many reasons. It was like banned all over the place. They uh had like allegations that this was a snuff film they thought they were really killing humans um they got into a lot of hot water over the animal cruelty in the movie mm-hmm. i mean this movie it's it's notorious basically is what i'm trying to say and the film is presented in an interesting kind of way because it's almost like three films in one the like the first third of the movie is we're like following the the search for this um documentary team and then trying to figure out what happened and then uh, we've we're finally back in the u.s and uh we have some footage and so we see, like, the first half of the footage, and everything sort of seems, you know, awful, but, like, normal. And then, like, the final third of the movie is when we see what really happened to these individuals. And everything and anything that you think happened to them ended up happening to them. Well, it was also things that they did to the natives. Exactly. Correct. That's- the, that's the thing about this movie that I think makes it controversial and not just trash is because it does have a moral to it. It's yeah. talking about, you know, what happens when you go into this land, abuse these people, use their, um, exploit them, use their land, use them. And then uh, you have sort of like the wrath coming back on you. But having said that, this movie is sort of like an anti-exploitation film. It's like a, you know, it has a very heavy hand in that it's saying you should not exploit people. This is what you deserve if this is what you do. But in doing that, isn't it exploiting? Because it's showing you all the things. I mean, you mentioned snuff films earlier. It's it's like sort of like... Um, I'm going to show you a snuff film to show you how horrible snuff films are. Well, just don't mm-hmm. do snuff. Well, you know, just don't show snuff films. How about that? Just like, yeah. You know. Catch me outside. I think, about that, that? I think that one of the characters, I think it's Dr. Monroe. He even said, if I'm mistaken, I think he was the one who uttered it. He said, sometimes I don't know who was the cannibals in this. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that was the line of the movie for me when he said that because it kind of fits there. I think that Donovan just said it. Because I too was like, okay, I get y'all's message. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw the movie, the first half of it, I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Um, and then when it got to the middle of the movie, when they found the tapes and stuff like that, I was like, oh, okay. I get what they're trying to say though, but I don't know. It just bothered me. It just it just, it just it just stirred me, and I can see why some of the most hardcore to the bone uh, horror fans I know and hang out with have said they only seen that movie once, and once was enough for them. Yeah, because I it think there's a, all of us. Yeah, it, 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 there's a line that had to be drawn. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what disturbed me even more? Like, yeah, what Tell the us, Cynthia. people did at the end was horrible. But then you get this professor, like when they went, they were horrible too. But in the end, it was basically like, oh, at least we weren't as bad as those people. So we're fine. I think that's a big, also a big part of this. Like, because up until that moment, and you know what? It wasn't until they saw the deaths of those filmmakers where they decided not to air it on TV. Because I'm thinking like, they're showing like they they they're naked, they're raping folk, you know what I'm saying? They sitting Left there. Left and right. Like a, yeah, and they 
this dude's filming this woman taking a piss, you know, pissing and stuff like this. I'm like, it's just the birth, y'all. The that I mean, all that stuff. They were showing all this stuff. They were like, yeah, but you know, but we gotta air it. I'm like, no. And then it wasn't until yeah, sensationalized me. And so it wasn't until that the people themselves got killed. Yeah, burn all copies of this. But the damage has already been done. You know what I'm saying? I don't. It just I don't, I don't know. It just like did anyone go back to say like, oh, we're sorry on behalf of the whole of America for doing this to you? Hell, they probably. If anybody else had came up in there, I think that tribe probably like, look, y'all up there, group that came up in here, we let the second right. slide, and y'all ain't getting out because we tired of y'all crashing to our um. We tired of y'all crash. Yeah. So look, y'all ain't gonna come out this time. That's why I was feeling like I was slick probably think that the green inferno is like a slick sequel or follow-up but i haven't seen it yet so i don't know yeah the but green inferno the... is just as crazy but the the premise is different the premise Social is different warriors this time right yeah it is so they're actually trying well, this doesn't really ruin the movie and after seeing this y'all probably will not want to see the green inferno but the premise is is that you know they're they're going to like save the rainforest and uh they, they, it's like this group of college kids and uh they end up dressing up like the loggers that are mm-hmm. uh, you know doing all like the bad work in the rainforest and the reason that they dress up as loggers so that they could sneak in but then they tie themselves up and so they end up stopping whatever whatever and so on their way back is when their plane crashes down and this tribe ends up mistaking them for the loggers and so they vent out all of their anger and hatred to these people that are trying to tear down their home on these college kids. And it's just as bad as what we saw in Cannibal Holocaust. Maybe even worse, because at least we're like rooting for these characters and they aren't as despicable as this documentary film crew in um, Cannibal Holocaust. But this movie is something... Um, I really don't even know where to start. That's what I was about to get to because I like, I was about that's my next question. Like, have we even started like the plot points? Yet? I know. <laughs> like, this is a very difficult movie to watch, listeners. If you haven't seen it before, it's very disorienting. It's kind of a Blair Witch Project ish in the sense that it's like yeah. all shaky camera and and that kind of stuff. If um if you're prone to like motion sickness and if movies like that um, sort of make you nauseous, like this will definitely make you nauseous based on the camera move- movements alone. If that doesn't make you nauseous, then what you see will make you nauseous because it's it's very graphic. It's oh. it, what does Donald say? Nasty. It's nasty. Yeah. You it's definitely nasty. don't want to be eating while you watch this movie, unlike one of our fellow co-hosts. Look, I oh, was no. like, I was like, look, I can, I've seen some crazy shit. This is not gonna be a problem. I, I watched Doctor Pimple Popper videos while munching oh. down on like you know baked potatoes and stuff like that. It's like this is that's interesting. But I sat there and I saw that once the first thing that started like, ah, oh god, I can't eat the salad. I was literally like the chick for that, that, that scene, like, for real, right in front of my salad. <laughs> that was me last night, like, I cannot believe y'all just did that. But I knew that this movie what was What was it that animal. got you? The first animal kill scene. Oh, okay, because yeah. That's what messed me up, because I don't like seeing it happen. You know what I'm saying? And even though I know, because they're kept saying, well, this is what happens, they have to do this to survive. And I'm like, yeah, but we don't have to see this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, God, and I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, this is just too much. And they so... did that for a film. No, they so, did that for, for real. Don't yeah. talk about. Did they do it for real? Yeah. That is a. They killed six animals in this movie for real. Oh, I will go through oh. the list right now, because this is oh. one of the things that caused this film to be very controversial. They killed a kawati, which was mistaken in the film for a muskrat. It was killed with a knife. A large turtle was decapitated and its limbs, shell, and entrails removed. A tarantula was killed with a machete. I didn't care for that. Well, it's an animal (laughs) and it's not supposed to die on film. It didn't sign up for that. 
A boa constrictor was killed with a machete. A squirrel monkey was decapitated with a machete. And a pig was shot in the head with a shotgun at point-blank range. So all of those, those one, two, three, four, five, six animals were killed for real, real, like for real, real, real in the movie. And just an FYI, the scene depicting the monkey's death was actually shot twice. So that means two monkeys died. Oh my god. Yeah, that's like that's what hit me just like just wanted to amongst other stuff that we'll get into, but I knew cuz I watched this on Shutter cuz Shutter actually had it on and you say anything on Shutter is kind of like out there, but then when that started watching Cannibal Holocaust, they had a disclaimer that came on before the movie. Like, yeah, we like showing you stuff like this, stuff, but we have to we have to we have to warn you that this is going to be very disturbing and i'm like you're shuttered you have half human mermaids you know what i'm saying like you know this stuff that might be just make your skin crawl or but um i just knew then that with them showing that that i was uh, i was in for some shit so and i was yeah literally um (laughs) i still don't know where to start uh because i feel like the first third of the movie is all set up because you know you got you know, they're searching for the crew and they finally run into this in indigenous people. And, uh, you know, there's like a war going on between two of the groups. The, um, it's the Yano Mamo and the Shamatari. There are two cannibal tribes that are warring and, uh, they end up preventing the death of a smaller group of the Yanomamo, and then that's how uh, the um, professor, Harold Monroe, is able to, like, ingratiate themselves to the tribe, and, you know, there's, like, the whole scene where he bathed naked in the river, um... I'm like, okay. And the ladies run, and the ladies run after him, and, you know, uh, they, they take him to the shrine where he discovers the remains of the filmmakers. And so they end up trading a uh, tape recorder for the final film reels. And this is like when, like in my opinion, the movie actually starts because we get to see what exactly happened. And um, it's a whole lot. You know, we see that the filmmakers... They were trying to, like, sort of set up shots and that kind of stuff to, like, create more, like, staged, dramatic footage for the documentary. And we see that their guide gets bit by a snake, and so they amputate his leg, but then he ends up dying anyway. They end up finding a uh, the Yakumo, and uh, they find end up shooting one of them in the leg so that they could follow him to the village. And then that's when they, they set up, you know, a, a massacre to be filmed. And it was just, it was insane. And they also have sex, two of the, because it's, it's a team of four. Two are a couple, and then the two cameramen. And, um, and then shit really goes crazy because uh, at one point the guys the filmmakers gang rape a Yanomamo girl and they end up finding her um, she was uh, impaled on a wooden pole and then the Yanomamo end up getting their revenge for the girl's rape the the entire team gets killed. I mean, they get mutilated. Uh, one gets his like entire body sliced and diced uh, into bits and pieces and split apart. And the the female of the team, she ends up getting uh, gang raped and beaten to death and beheaded. Uh, and it's just, it's a whole lot, people. Like it really is. Like this is torture porn, in my opinion. Like, this was the god of the birth of torture. Yes. It was also the birth of found footage. Sort of yes. That genre. Mm. So it's sort of like, I don't know. I birth mean, you of a lot. I give credit for that because that has really become like a whole thing. You think about like 
the Blair Witch Project and like all these other movies, like Quarantine, I think was the other one that I liked. Paranormal uh, Activity. Uh, yeah, but then the subject matter of this film and didn't like, I don't know, the like sort of moral arc of it just gets so muddled and it's just so, it, like you said, it's torture porn. It's like the beginning of torture porn as well. And yeah. it's so sort of, uh, I want to call it misguided because it's clear what the moral is they're like saying things about colonization they're saying things about western media and like exploitation and all that they're trying to have this arc but then they're like doing all these things like just to shock you and it just it it feels like all right well this is what you're preaching but then this is what you're doing it just had the film director or writer or whoever had they come at this from the point of view of maybe wouldn't this just be like a funny story or like not funny but like a just like a fun story to tell or just had they done it just for the joy of like showing us blood and guts or like like Eli Roth I feel like his movies like are definitely torture porn like the hostile movies and whatnot but they don't have like a um, moral to them. There's no moral to those stories. It's just here's a bunch of crazy shit happening, and here's a bunch of people getting eaten and you know beaten up and raped and all this other stuff. And you can almost that almost is easier to take because you're not being preached to as well. It's just like here's some crazy shit to watch, and you can tell oh. that the guy showing it to you just enjoys showing this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But like with this one, it's like they're showing it to you and they're saying, look how horrible this is. But it's like, well, then why are you doing it? You know, it's like, don't show this to me and then preach it to me at the same time, you know? Yeah, I will say yeah. um, Eli Roth is the man behind the Green Inferno. Yeah, and that's why I hate it. I don't want to watch it because I don't like any of Eli Roth's movies. I don't watch them because that's all they are. Just And this probably may sound like very hypocritical people out there watching it. Though, but I did try to watch Cabin Fever and I'm like, okay, it's just... Um, Oh, a means for I you to love sit there and, Cabin Fever. It's just a means for you to sit there and just show gore. You know what I'm saying? I know, like, it was so gross. That whole leg-shaving scene. Yeah. I'm like, why just, the fuck are you shaving your legs, bitch? Yeah, see, it just, nothing makes sense. And so, and I, Eli Roth's done, like, one good thing that I think that I was okay with. But other than that, it just, like, the hostile movies, I just, I didn't care for them. Um, and then I saw that um, the director of Cannibal Holocaust did a cameo in Hostel 2 and that Eli Roth said that, yeah, that was um, his, um, The Green Inferno was an homage to Cannibal Holocaust, you know? And so, I don't know, I just, it unnerved me. I, 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 I can only say three times how much it unnerved me, but it's kind of like what Donovan just said. Like, why are you preaching this, preaching this stuff to us, but you're doing it too, but you weren't the other person who thought that. That's what some of the criticism was for this movie. Uh one guy said, while the film is undoubtedly gruesome enough to satisfy fans, this mixture of nauseating bundle, animal slaughter, impulsive sexual violence, and pie-faced attempts and socially conscious moralizing make it rather distasteful morally as well, which is the same thing. Uh, and then somebody else said, it's awful enough to demand serious critical consideration, get foul enough to Christian you a pervert for even bothering. And that's why I felt after I watched the movie, I felt filthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes you feel very, gross. Yeah, like... I can't believe, I think the reason why I felt nasty is because I know some people who champion this movie. They're like, it's one of the greatest things ever. And I'm thinking like, why? Because of the gore? I mean, yeah, horror has gore in it, but I like if it's, if a movie is gory, it has to have a means to be gory. If you give what I'm trying to say. It, it's like, just gore, just for the sake of gore, does not make something scary or horrific. It yeah. just makes it sick, in my personal opinion. So, I don't even think you need a reason or a means for gore. It's just the thing that really drew me out of this was, first of all, the gore was done in such a way to where it was expletive. Yeah. Um, It wasn't the, um, like, with the uh, hostile movies and stuff like that, the ones that Eli Roth has done, it's the character, he introduces you to these characters and then you watch horrible things happen to them. Yeah. This movie, and I also was, feel like you at least have one character you can root for. 
Well, yeah, and there was no one to root for in this movie. Yes, I was actually going to ask that. Is there anybody to root for? Doctor Monroe. Well, I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna say Doctor Monroe because at least he tried to. Poor Doctor Monroe. Well, he stood outside. In my opinion, he stood outside of the film. He 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 wasn't really part of what the movie was about. He was just sort of like a means to tell the story. He was the audience, if you you ask me. You know, he was like he was he was us, like. He wasn't an active character in the narrative. He was just there. Yeah, because I mean, when he even when he was with the, his his guide, his guy's assistant, he was just more along lines like, "Why are y'all doing it? Like, why are y'all doing?" You know, he was like, he wasn't getting the culture because there were several different cultures going on here. There was the two cultures of the um the two tribes that were born and getting slaughtered, and the ones who got who did the killing of the um filmmakers. But then there was also the culture of the um the gods. And the culture of the the military, who was you no, know, it just it was different. And then the American culture when they got it was like it was a movie of culture clashes. You ask me, just mm-hmm. culture clashes going on all across the board. And I think there was a I think there was a line in the movie where they said, "So how would you feel if this was done?" I think with yeah, Doctor Monroe asked yeah. the woman, "How would you feel if that was done to you? If somebody came into your means and you no know, shot up your food and whatnot and stuff like that after you, you know." And she was like, she couldn't really answer that. You know what I'm saying? So on that tip, I can see what it's trying to do. But at the same time, it's like, I'm pretty sure there's other ways of you going about doing that. I was also just shocked that this television network was even mulling. Yeah. I was like, They would have had to have, like, completely, like, done a very clean, almost... Big Brother, the reality show type of edit of like all these people to make them seem like good, redeemable, good, uh, you know, scholastic type people. Yeah, because like what we saw, like none of them seemed like someone you could really find uh, engrossing or someone that you could care for. No, but it's just like even the footage they took of some of the stuff that the, even the tribes people were taking. Like at the at TV at that time was still pretty vanilla. You no, know yeah. Saying? Well, they, I mean, they would have blurred out all the nudity, and then they would not have shown that birth. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm just, but that's, but that goes back. To I the didn't need to like, see that birth. Me neither. I mean, not only was they 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 did the birth, they took the baby and threw it in the mud and buried it. I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. And so even Steve, I just think that even that they did blur everything, didn't show anything. They wouldn't have any footage to show. And that's what I'm just like, why are y'all even mulling even showing this? Like, I don't even think PBS has even shown anything remotely close to that. Nope. Or even National Geographic, you know what I'm saying? Forget PBS. No, but then they could have made it academic. Like, oh, we went to the primitive people and this is how they are. And it would become like an academic film, I believe. Because they, like, you see a lot of those in real life with primitive tribes. And they go and shoot, like, really graphic stuff. And they're just like, oh, yeah, that's who they are. So, But see, that's, that, that's another part of what bothered me about this movie was the depiction of the tribes. Like, yes. Why were they so, I don't, I, I I honestly cannot recall, and I used to watch a lot of National Geographic as a child. I don't ever recall seeing a tribe do the things that this tribe did. I mean, it's it. They seemed unrealistically savage. There was no real uh, humanity to them, mm-hmm. you know. And that was another part of it that sort of annoyed me because. Yeah, the moral is, you know, anti this film crew sort of coming in and, um, you know, using these people or, you know, treating these people, however. But then the people themselves, the tribes themselves were murderous. They were savages. They were rapists. They were, you know, it it just, you know. Everything. There was no one to root for, you know? Yeah. Yeah, You see that a lot in, like, Western movies when they depict an other, any other, it doesn't matter, Pocahontas, for example, when they depict others. Steady as a beating drum. Yeah, it's always in a, like, they're savages kind of way. And, like, we're here to save them and give them civilization and help them. Like, that guy showing a swift 
army knife and like these people are cannibals so they probably have knives that they use to cut human flesh because it's not that soft oh, so they yeah. probably Cynthia, have seen a knife you, you before know a lot about that well not only that Cynthia but the fact of the matter is that like why would you give somebody a weapon to use and you know they're cannibals like I feel give I, them a well, pillow yeah something that just we're gonna just gonna like make sure you do not put your life in danger but yeah. I felt that okay. The I I was looking at the network. I don't know Pan American Broadcasting. I went and did a quick Google search of it. I am finding certain things called Pan American Broadcasting. So I don't want to like shit on the network. It was actually a network, but since it was based in New York City, I was like, I can understand the whole narrative of it being a academic film, but an academic film to play on American television. I don't think so. So that's yeah. why I was like, I don't, I didn't see, I'm like, y'all are really trying to like get ratings off of this because it was an American broadcasting station that opened the movie up talking about the disappearance of the film crew. And then Monroe himself went around trying to talk to the people's families and their uh, people who they associated with and stuff. And you can kind of get a taste of like, it was like it was setting up like these people were horrible. I just knew that they were going to do something crazy. But I guess at the end of the day, I can see what they're trying to do. But at the same time, it's like, oh, my God. Because I, I don't know. I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. But I just did like where the movie took me. And that's why I'm still... That's probably why I'm just... Um, Discombobulated. Right now. Thank you. Because that's what I was trying to say. But I'm like, I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I have but, a question for all of you. So let's pretend you are the professor. And... You have to take part in a cannibalistic ritual. Would you have been able to do it? Oh God, no! I don't. Oh no! I don't. I'm that or what? What's my other option? Death. <laughs> they like, eat you. I will eat the. I'm sorry, human person who died for my, like for me to live. You're about to say like, who died for live. my sins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But I'd eat you. I'm so sorry. Like, you're already dead. Like, you don't want two people dying. <laughs> no? You don't want that good human meat to go to waste. Exactly. And I'm, like, a very juicy-looking person, too. So, like... Ooh. <laughs> I would probably pass out after I took the first bite if I had to. Like, they're like, Mark, if you don't take this bite, all of us are going to die. You know... I'm going to be just like, y'all just tote me back to the plane. Cause I'm not gonna be, um, I'm not gonna be conscious until we get back to America. And I I'll have just, a... I'll just swallow whole. No, don't bite, don't taste. Just like gulp it down and just yeah. like. You know what I was there. also thinking? There was like fire there, so I'd be like, "Have y'all heard about bar- barbecue?" Oh, have like, y'all heard about that barbecue? Right because I'm not eating raw human flesh. Like eating human flesh is like crazy enough. I'm not eating like yeah, at least cook it. Yeah. Have y'all heard of Guy Fieri? Yeah. He makes good barbecue. Wait a minute. That went right off my head. I I feel like I should know what that is. Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri's on the Food Network. He has the crazy blonde spiky hair. Oh, him. I thought I was trying to figure out. I thought you were trying to make a Texas Chainsaw Massacre reference in a movie I haven't seen yet. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I've seen all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre except for the most recent two. So. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. So... What part of the movie did you find to be the most horrific? Where you were like, I just... You you had to turn away. All the rapes. Is, yeah. Is, oh, like, why was that necessary? Like, I all think of it. the first... Yeah. The first rape scene got me even more than the second one. Mm-hmm. Just because these guys are just staying there in the corner and watching it happen. And the guy's yeah. like, oh, no, like, we have to wait because this guy's going to take us to the land. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe they're going to follow him silently after he's done raping and killing this woman. But no, he just, like, shoots the gun in the air. I'm like, you couldn't do that before he started raping her with a stone. Yes. Oh, oh my God, that was so horrible. Well, there were, like, three or four rape scenes, right? Yeah, I love so, count. Too. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just a mess. Yeah, I and really then don't... when they killed the monkey too. Ugh. See, that's what I'm about to get to. Like it was with they combined with the rapes. It was just like, oh god, I can't watch this movie. I just cannot. Setting the people on fire. 
Oh. Oh, I forgot all about that. This oh. movie's the worst. Yes. Oh, God, I have a headache when you think about it right now. It was uh, the most at doing the worst. I think oh. the why to push the salad away from me, because I saw the, the little muskrat get killed, I yelped. Oh. And I turned my head. And then I was like, but I was still eating. But I noticed that the food started. Like, mm, this food tastes like muskrat. No, it, it, you know, it just start, it started getting nasty. The food I was eating started getting nasty. And then oh. when they got to the turtle, oh. and I was like, what purpose did y'all have to do to do that to that damn turtle? That turtle <laughs> species probably has become extinct because of your you wanted to make shock the audience and stuff like that. I mean, it probably was put on the extinction list at least. Because you had to sit there. I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Are you serious right now? And they kept showing different angles. And I'm like, what does this have to do with the plot of this damn movie? Like, keep moving on. Yeah, that turtle was at the wrong place at the wrong time. No, he was the right place. He was in his home. He was at home. Yeah. That's the crazy thing about it. It's like... It might sound kind of hypocritical to say, well, you know, the cannibals probably did this on a regular basis, though, but they did it to survive. Y'all just doing it just to sit there and just just to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know what I found was reaching for the filmmakers? Those people didn't have to be cannibals because there was a scene where they were fishing. So I'm like, they're getting protein from some other source. Why do they have to eat people? Why did you guys have to make them eat people just to make them look worse and horrible? Like, why? Or why? they eat pe- the people they hate. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Although, now that I'm thinking about it, barbecue would have been so much better. Less, um... Right? E. coli. Yeah. Is there E. coli in humans? Maybe? Yeah. Probably. Like, we're disgusting like speak for yourself cynthia (laughs) we eat ice cream all the time like there's probably a lot of stuff cynthia are you judging no i just had like a pint of ice cream so no oh oh i thought you were talking about my halo top but anyway oh no i'm going to try that soon why are we talking about delicious things while we're talking about this movie cannibal holocaust brought to you by halo top You just lost one sponsor. I know, right? Oh, gosh. So, is there anything else that you would like to bring up about this movie? No. Wait, I have I have notes. Oh. Hold on. Why do you have notes? Like, I don't even have notes. I didn't even write anything down while I was watching this movie. It's like, it wasn't worth critical thought. You know, it's just... It was a mess. I was home alone, lonely, <laughs> and no one to yell at, so I decided to make notes. Okay, so what's up with that guy? I don't remember. The guide guy giving the native guy coke. Cocaine? Like, why? Like, And he's like, oh, it's going to make him happy. And in my head, I was like, this is why every third world country is somewhat fucked up. Because some white person, I'm so sorry white people, not all of you, but colonizers just go in. And Only the, 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 worst... the cokeheads. Yeah, introduce the worst things to people and they're like, oh, and now we're done. Let's go back to our country. Exactly. Like, you don't know these people. You can't speak their language. You know nothing. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to take a side in this war. I don't know how it started. I don't know who the bad guy is. Both sides eat humans, so they're obviously terrible sides. But you're like, okay, I'm going to help you and kill these other people. And then you leave them. Like, why? And then so many whys in this movie. Why did, like, the scene where he plays native music, and I say native with quotations, like, for this other tribe, and they're like, oh, I'm so connected to this music. Is it because it sounds native? Like, I just had so many problems with this movie. It was just like, ugh, it was disgusting. Disgusting. Yes. And on that note, I think it would surprise none of you <laughs> that this film hasn't won any awards. Oh, thank you. The universe is okay. And over on Rotten Tomatoes, 
it is certified 65% fresh. Um, well, I'm just, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. All right. So now it's time to hand out our own awards for this movie. What? I know. Let's do the moment that made you gag. The movie. <laughs> Beginning to end. There you go. The most non-politically correct moment. The movie. Okay. Yeah. The WTF am I watching moment. The movie. Yeah. The most disgusting moment. That's my answer for everything you throw at me tonight. It's the movie. The See You Next Tuesday Cunt Award. Oh. The movie. The whole crew plus the professor. Like and the the woman in the Pan American thing, her too. The kill of the night. I'm gonna say when they chopped that man up into like little bitty bitty pieces, like that. I was like, oh my gosh! Like where is his everything? Because <laughs> they were like dragging his like torso. No, that was something that shocked me because when they castrated that dude. Because it looked like they didn't even shy away from the, the camera didn't even cut away. It was like, chop. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Did they really just do Because I'm like, they couldn't pack none on him because everything's right there. I don't know. Yeah, that whole, his death was like, I don't even know what to say about it. But that was that was a lot. So now it is time to rank the film in our very special categories. And I feel like one category is going to shine tonight. (laughs) But you may select more than one if you choose to. The first category is the screamer for films that are filled with scares. The second category is the gut buster for films that are grotesque. The third category is the eye popper for films that are visually impressive. The fourth is the grave digger for films that lack scares. And the final category, numero cinco, is the mind blower for overall best in show. Mark, how would you categorize this film? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) But I would go with Gus Buster so we could keep it, you know, on on record. Let me say this. I'm going to say gut busted. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this again. We get our keys. This is a movie that everybody had always said that if you're a horror fan, you should watch. And I'm still trying to figure out why. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. The movie is horrific, but it's not horror to the point where it's, like, fun. It's, like, I don't want to call people who like this movie the range. I don't want to call them that because they're probably not. It's just, you know... It's not my thing, and if I never had to see this movie again, I'll be so happy. But if you, I, I do. If you want to see it, by all means, you have the right. The, the, you have the right to see it. Just, I promise you that you probably will not want to see it again afterwards. I know diehard horror fans who just not care for this movie, and they are at every horror convention and whatnot. But when it comes to Hannibal Holocaust, they're just like all hands are off. I'm, I'm out. So, Mark, I'm okay. Oh, no, not you. Sorry. Donovan? I mean, Gutbuster. You already knew. It's a mess. It, it's just... <sighs> what really bothered me wasn't the amount of shit they threw out there, which was really disgusting and gross. It was the this loose... the sort of loosey-goosey moral they tried to pin along with it. That's what turned me off more than anything, is that you could tell these people who put this film together, just they just knew they were putting something out there and they had this message and they were just going to like say this and whatever. And it was just so not what they had intended. Like They really ended up showing you that they are all the things that they're against and they don't even know it. You know, that's the part of it that really sort of like got to me. But yeah, gut buster. Cynthia. Yeah. Gut buster is the only thing I can give this movie. 
it was disgusting and not just the blood it was just again the messaging was horrible it was basically i'm imagine if the witch hunters had made a movie about witches say the salem witch hunters had made a movie about like why you shouldn't burn humans that's what this movie was for me that's all i can say about this movie like oh and i co-sign gut buster that's all the movie deserves so now it's time to rate the film on a one to ten hotel room key scale and the point system is allowed and mark you can go first Oh, why'd you do that? <laughs> okay. I, and y'all gonna probably be a little shocked. I'm going to give it... Oh, God. I'm, I'm gonna give it a five. Oh. Because I can see... I can I see what... I can see what the movie was trying to say. But it goes back to what Donovan and another person said earlier. Then it makes you look hypocritical. You trying to get this type of message out makes you look hypocritical in the go. So, and then it asks, it puts the question in the audience's lap. The guy asks in the movie, like, now I don't know who are the real cannibals here. I don't know. I I get what it's trying to do, but if I keep talking about it more, I'm gonna keep dropping it. But I'm gonna give it a five for right now because I can I understand why people say you have to watch it at least once to get know the know the gist of it. But at the same time, it's like. And I'm just being honest, that five is generous because I wasn't get a negative, but I just, I don't know. I, I'm trying to be, I'm not trying to sound foolish here, but I'm trying to be scholarly with my with my answer, but at the same time, I'm trying to be not just completely biased on it as well. Like, Shout out to our scholar. <laughs> Let's go to on the opposite side of the spectrum, Donovan. Who, was that a read? I don't know, it might have been. <laughs> that was a read. Oh my god. Instead of scholarly? Oh my god. <laughs> Alright. Um I'm gonna give it a one because zero isn't a number. Um Ooh. but there was there's nothing You just blew my mind. This, there's nothing redeeming about this film. Not the acting, not the story, it wasn't scary. All it was was grotesque. It wasn't filmed especially well. It wasn't you know, it it was the soundtrack wasn't great. It was just it it was not a good movie that decided to hang its hat on being really, really disgusting and offensive. Um, and it, yeah, it's just there's nothing to be said for that. It's the lowest common denominator. I mean, anyone could have made this. Cynthia. You get a zero from me. I know it's not a number, but that's what it deserves. Nothing. You deserve... Oh, Like, any movie that just starts with playing a culture as a caricature, I'm just not into that already. And, like, what morals... Like, what were you trying to say? Like, if I wanted to read about colonizers depicting humans as savages and all the worst horrible things I could read any book written by a colonizer from way before. Like, it was just, yeah, it deserves nothing. Like, if I could throw up on a movie, this would be it. (laughs) Oh. That was a lovely visual, Cynthia. You are are a poet. A modern-day poet. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I try. (laughs) You've learned well from Donovan. <laughs> you almost saw it coming from me. Why? No, it's a props. <laughs> okay, I... Oh, gosh. I am giving this movie one hotel room key, and it's kind of like that rusty hotel room key that you're like, shit, why the fuck did they give me like this old-ass hotel room key? And the reason... Well, a... I know, and the reason why I'm giving it one is because you should only have to see this movie one time and that's it. If you even choose to see it. One and one. Oh, that's so clever. Oh, thank you. I tried. I tried to make it simple so that everyone could understand. Like I'd watch the room again, like 500 times again before watching this movie. Shout out to the room. I forget what it was about. I'm just saying that. (laughs) Oh gosh. 
Well, if y'all can still walk after treading through the muck with us, please drag your bodies away from the ballroom and prepare to check out. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Horror Hotel. Once again, here's one of our bellhops with a few special announcements. Good evening. We thank you for your patronage. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p-c-r horror hotel. Follow Panpichulo Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Panpichulo Radio. For more information on Horror Hotel, visit panpichuloradio.com slash horror hotel. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at panpichuloradio.com. Help support Panpichulo Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash panpichuloradio. Are you interested in joining the Panpichulo Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at panpichuloradio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Panpichulo Radio programs by visiting panpichuloradio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Panpichulo Radio's Horror Hotel and subscribe. We hope you've brought your death certificate. Make final arrangements now. <laughs> Thank you. My fellow Horror Hotel team, please wish our hotel guests and the listeners a good night. Peace. Good luck and sleep after that. Yes, I gotta yeah. shower. I'm like, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I apologize as well. It's my fault, to be quite honest. It is. And Mark, watch out for that spider. Don't do that. I gotta sleep tonight. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You may have checked into the Horror Hotel, but who says you're allowed to check out? Good night. <laughs>